Are we on break yet or no? Uh, yeah, but I just realized a major fucking problem. Were you not recording? Correct. <laughs> wow, Andrew. It doesn't matter. Because of all the problems at the beginning of the show, we got to pull it from the YouTube now, right? Yeah, that's fine. What do I do? What do I do to make sure that can happen? Nothing. Fuck. Don't touch. Don't touch anything, anything with YouTube because it will. Once you stop the stream, it will just save automatically. God willing that you yeah, did that. So just leave it running. Okay. We're recording now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's because there was a lot of problems, dude. You weren't. We didn't even start talking to you until after many of the problems were resolved. I'm being pointed at in the virtual space of Zoom. Welcome to Poor Man Show, episode 462. This is Puke coming to you from Lord, California, and joined in the, the, the other part of the state of the other two guys. How's it going, other guys? Pretty good. Pretty oh, good. Oh, all right. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm oh, real we, tired. We, we can talk. Okay. There we go. I'm trying to get into a mood. I'm trying to have oh. high energy. I'm real tired. I'm going to bed. At eight o'clock, I did not get. You're not going to stay up and watch the Bills. I don't even know what the Bills are. Buffalo Bills are a football team, Brett. Oh, I know about the Packers and the oh, yeah. uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks. They are uh, they're playing right now. I just joined the show. I had to I had to break off my virtual uh, viewing party with our best friend Nick and his father. What were you, you watching? Understand any of those words? Kind of. <laughs> you were you were virtually sitting on a couch together watching a football game but what game and yeah the 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 packers and oh, okay. the buccaneers so the t- tom brady who is nick's idol patriots you know nick loves the patriots and he liked tom brady and he got to see the last patriots tom brady game and so he's probably been following brady's buccaneers you know uh, adventures this year quite closely so he um he extremely generously purchased a VR headset for me. Wow. Yeah. And I hope I'm not spoiling anything, but uh, some other people might get one, too. You know, but I guess it hasn't arrived yet. Eric, look forward to that. People can do what they want. <laughs> no, people can do what they want. But for a man to like a football team and then go to another football team because he followed a man there. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. That. Kind of stick with your team and like the men are secondary. They're there to fill the positions on the field. You don't mm. follow them from one place to the next. No, I don't know. I feel like what's the team without the men? Like if Mario Lemieux uh, did something that he would never have done and leave Pittsburgh and went somewhere else, like to the Canadiens. I think it's you're more loyal to the place. Like following a man to a new team is very much a chick move. All right. But what about (laughs) what about? All the, the teams that trade cities. Well, you follow, do you follow the, the team to the well, new city? That's actually that's a good question. Yeah. That's mm. a really good. Question. I don't so, know. A lot of you, people get mad about that. Like, 
It changes things for sure. Am Let's, I loyal to Hartford, Connecticut because of the Whalers? No, you're never. Or am I loyal to the Phoenix Coyotes or was it the Carolina Hurricanes? So the best example of this in sports history was probably the Dodgers, a baseball team, leaving the borough of Brooklyn uh-huh. and going all the way to Los Angeles. Ah. The Giants did yeah. it as well. The Giants were in uh, New York. They had a beautiful stadium called the Polo Grounds that was a very weird shape. And they went to San Francisco. And became the Lakers. And became the San Francisco <laughs> baseball Lakers. So, yeah. San Francisco uh, Bakers. Yeah, I think that Lakers. was that was really hard for Brooklyn. And they did it at a time where it wasn't as easy to follow your team, you know, because all you had, probably most people, was the radio. Yeah, think about all those Jews. So, like, a team leaving a city. Yeah, think about all those Jews. <laughs> Woody Allen and everyone like him. Yeah. Yeah. So that was probably really hard for them, and teams shouldn't leave, and men shouldn't leave teams. They should understand that at the end, they're important to the team. Tom Brady put in 20 years with the Patriots, pretty much. Did he? Wow. About that. And then he just went to another. It's insane. Well, like, I don't get it. But, uh, well, the, the man wanted uh, shit tons of money, I guess, right? Is that why he left? Why did he leave? I don't even know. I don't either. Does anyone know? I bet. I have a suspicion that he might have done it for tax purposes. That's ridiculous. Because Florida doesn't have income tax. Uh, I don't think that's the case because I'm sure he could have just been like, hey, I need a little more money to offset the lack of uh, or the Maybe. extra tax here. Um, is it possible the NFL was like, okay, we're taking a ratings hit because look at this year, right? The Patriots, yeah. So we can have the Patriots, but people love Tom Brady. Who do they love more? Let's split them and let's double the eyeballs let's spread the eyeballs Ooh, out maybe. patriots really were an example of so much winning you're going to get tired of it that could be the case too it was it was just like who cares anymore so, <laughs> yeah because it's exciting when you have somebody like the browns completely obliterating the steelers after the steelers you know 11 and 0 season and uh like that's what that's what makes sports exciting is that it's just who the fuck knows things can happen that you don't expect. And then when you get, yeah, like the Patriots just keep, oh, you're in the Super Bowl again, whatever. I keep it's watching like, like a period of the Penguins games and I'm like, oh, my God, they're horrible. And then the next day I wake up and I'm like, Amy, what happened? She's like, they won. <laughs> they go, won in overtime. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I had no I didn't overtime. Didn't in overtime. Yeah. So that is what I was doing. And uh, yeah, uh, Andrew. Good, good luck trying to figure out how to get your VR headset set up. I'm getting a VR headset? Yeah, that's the person that the other person I was talking oh. about. Huh. Um, and again, I hope I'm not spoiling anything because Nick... Do I put a phone Nick, into it? No, this is... This do I put is a like monitor a, into it? You don't put anything into it but your face. <laughs> okay. It's a standalone... Can I drive uh, with it? You could try. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recommend porn. I recommend you all get away from it. You hear that, you fat little gay lords in the chat who are probably at home with two monitors and one is porn and one is our stream? We have two monitors, but one is the stream and one is puke. <laughs> but your same puke is porn. Your monitor is porn. Now it should be if, puke. If you're watching puke porn, that's bad too. I want you all to try and get away from this. To recover the energy that you are just spending on jizz. We talked about this weeks ago. You have to stop jizzing. So Isn't that uh, bad for your prostate, though? No, I mean, you have to jizz less. You don't want to give yourself jazz hands. You want to give other people jazz hands. Yeah. 
Um, That's even right. though we might get into this, I have a jizz story. But before we get into that, yeah, I got some stuff. I want you to do all your stuff. But okay. what I was saying is, these VR headsets, we see these porns right in the screen, the thumbnail, because some, you know, like we all still watch it and jizz. So, but we're trying to stop. Um, but you see one of these thumbnails and you go, ooh, I watch, I want to watch this scene. And then you open it and it's one of these VR scenes and everything is distorted. The woman looks way far away. You've seen this, right? There's two of her. The man's body is very long. <laughs> I've never watched these. No, but you can't watch them because it's just like, it's not something you could possibly become aroused to. Oh, maybe I have. And I'm, I was just confused enough that I clicked away. Yeah. You need the VR headset to be able to watch this stuff. So, um, mm, yeah. Yeah. I'd like and to now hear, he can. Yeah, I'd like to hear about your experiences with that once you get them. So, so yeah, let's get into content. Well, you know, listeners, how we always uh, talk about these different URLs you should go to, like portmanshow.com slash VIP. Yeah. There you oh, get access yeah. to all the discomfort zones, all the archives. Puke, what's the status of the archives? I was having a conversation about this in real life. And oh, uh, because the archives exist in digital life, I had no idea. Like, what's the cutoff? How far back can people go? We uh, need to think about this, too, for other reasons. Yeah. There are... Uh, things. We're going to have issues with some of the things that we said in the past. I listened to an old show from 2018. We were playing by a different set of rules than uh, apply to people like us now. Hmm. Um, well, it's probably been several years ago now that uh, Nick was... Like, we basically had the latest 100 episodes was available for free. That's like two years. And yeah, now it it's should be God 50. knows what. I don't know. 25, we, 10. We probably... It should be 10. <laughs> we shouldn't be letting people go back more than 10 episodes. So, listeners, if you want to hear anything beyond 10 episodes ago, you need to go to portmanshow.com slash VIP. Or if you get confused, send us an email at, what's the email address? Uh, contact at portmanshow.com or something like that now. Or something like that. Is it, is it that? What is it? Shit. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Look yeah, it oh, it is. It is. Okay. Contact. It's contact at portmanshow.com. Okay. Um, also, we always encourage you to go to portmanshow.com slash live. Mm -hmm. Why? Why do we encourage that, Brett? To watch, to be part of the fucking experience here. I mean, this is what it's all about. You get to interact with us in the chat. We comment on the things you say. We don't need to make it a sales pitch, though. Well, people make friends. Yeah. P relationships are formed in the chat. The biggest thing is, if you do that, you end up being special. Two of our listeners who <laughs> met in the chat got married. What? And what? they live in Ohio, right? They met in the chat? I think so. That's the story that is now their story. I talked Whether to they that like guy yesterday because I was in Ohio, and uh -huh. I said, what is there to do? Dave. I can use his name, David. Yeah. He's part of this. No, yeah, yeah. Can no, we, no. Do we say who's in the seven, or is that a secret? Secret. <laughs> anyway, in another yeah, subject, there's this guy, David. <laughs> I messaged him yesterday. And, you know, he and his wife live out there in Ohio. And I said, I'm going to be out there. What is there cool to do? Except Brett didn't want them to know who it really was, so he called in the accent of the man from Horse Vagina, and he kept talking about Oreos, and they were confused. Oh, now that's a... The, oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I confused the characters. I was going to go into an uh, out-of-town guy. Um, but, yeah, so, the, so, so me, uh, I call, or I message him on Facebook, and I tell him, like, hey, I'm coming to Ohio. Uh, what's there to do, like, at night near where you are? And he was basically like, you know, I'm in Youngstown, right? So nothing. 
Uh, but he said there's an abandoned amusement park. There's an I abandoned said, ever- Conneaut Lake? I said it's like you're inside my head. No, I forget what the name of it was. G- or Geauga Lake. Maybe it was that. <gasps> I don't remember. But then he said they moved all of the place. rides someplace, like to some, and they leveled where the amusement park used to be. I said, This can't I, be Geauga Lake. There was I, a SeaWorld. There. I wound up not doing this last uh. night, but I was there. I was in his neck of the woods. Yeah. Drove through there. So, uh, how do we get to that? Well, I was getting somewhere. <laughs> um, when we tell you to go to portmanshow.com slash live, there's a lot of reasons. They didn't Brent, really meet in the chat either. They were. Well, ma- they I did think. now. Okay, yeah, that is their story now. That's their official story right. now. Yeah. Um, and they're married. Yeah. So now, when they tell their story about how they met, that's the story. Yeah, we made yeah. it up on the show, episode four sixty two. Um, but for all the reasons Brett laid out, but the most important reason is so you can feel special. You're special if you're in the chat, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. But we were a little late today on the live stream because we were doing something that was even more special. We were. Yeah, we were streaming. You didn't know it, listeners. We were streaming on a totally different YouTube channel. I'm pretty sure it was going out on the YouTube channel, like the real Donald Trump dot YouTube or something. <laughs> I was uh, no, that's been shut down. It was the best content you've ever heard that you'll never hear. It's the YouTube linked with my personal Gmail account that certainly has no subscribers. So which no is that's the YouTube channel where Brett um, unzips his pants and looks at his shave job. <laughs> what do you mean? And then he goes, "Oh, I'm streaming." No, no, no. That's your. Uh, I. Or was that our channel? Yeah, I would. No, oh, it wasn't okay. on the channel. Oh, it was. I don't. Know. I would open OBS, right? And I would. I would say, "Hey, let's have a look at how we're how we're doing." This was like a 2019 thing that I did. Let's have a look at our body in front of the camera because it's better than any mirror that we have. Let's see what kind of shape we're in. Sorry. So I open <laughs> OBS and like full screen it. I did it fucking twice, and then one time it started streaming. So people saw me in underwear. You jo- join the PCL. I'll send you the. I'll send you a picture. Okay, <laughs> it's not a big deal. I'm not that embarrassed. Like accidents happen. My I, I messaged Nick Puke and Andrew when it happened. I said I think the stream was running for a while. My dick has been out recently, but I don't know if it was in front of the stream. Can we check this? There was no dick. Oh, did someone actually go back through and check it? I think Nick did. Oh. But well, I mean, you could have been doing worse things. People have people have definitely done worse things on the old uh, uh, live live streams for their business or something. Yeah, and I've done worse things with cameras pointed right at me, assuming they Ooh. weren't on. Well, you never know if they're on. Right. Yeah, I, I I'm not worried about that at all. I just don't care. If I did care. I, I lived in a space smaller than this room. Yeah, this is a good size room. But I was in the basement of my house, and my computer with the camera was sitting there right on the desk facing my bed. Mm-hmm. And everything, like that was everything. That was my bed and my closet and basically my kitchen as well. Yeah. And my desk area. Mm-hmm. That was the whole place, mm-hmm. right in the frame. Where was this? The first house I bought up here. Oh, that's right. Yeah. When I lived in the basement, and then I condensed it to half the size. It was a literal basement, yeah. It was, and then it was half a basement. <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't know. Um, you wanted people to go to puke in the, or the uh, live, which you can, the live stream. Yeah, I was just telling them they messed out because they didn't pay enough attention to learn where we were streaming originally yeah. right. today. But we were a little late um, because I'm thinking about this studio, and puke, I need your input here. 
So okay, you're familiar with this room that I am. Brett and I are in, and you're familiar with the setup that we have for the studio computer and the monitors and all that. This computer's really slow. That's a problem. Oh. But a bigger problem is this room. We're sitting in this room right now, and it's fucking cold and bright and harsh. And uh, I don't know. Do we bother putting in any effort to this room? Not, not a lot, I wouldn't say. Um, so there's well, two ways to put in effort. Yeah, what, do you, what are your <clears throat> thoughts? One way is simply for the live stream. So for the cameras, the lighting, and the sound. Right? So uh-huh. that's effort for the show. The other effort would be for comfort. And the comfort okay. effort would require some insulating of these big windows over here. Mm. Um, and the brick wall that surrounds it and the air gaps and all that. So do we put in a bunch of construction effort to deal with that? Do we build a wall? A, a wonderful wall. <laughs> okay, that's, that would be some effort. That, that walls off the other half of the room. That would change a lot of things, wouldn't it? Yeah, I it mean, sure would, yeah, yeah, but it's a lot of work. So, like, what are some workarounds? So if you look up, and you can't see this if you're watching us live on any channel, you can't see. There's no cam of this, but the ceiling is unfinished in this room, right? Yeah. So you could very easily put hooks into these exposed uh, floor. We choices. could really just get a curtain rod and get like a hotel window curtain. Yeah, and for just, over there, that would help with the heat. It would help with the light. Yeah. Yeah, just set up some like some thick blankets. I'm sure we could get some sort of cheap thick material or something. And yeah. Just hang it. A bunch of felt, like for this table. Felt is affordable. Felt is affordable. <laughs> I uh, I had a lot. That's of what felt. they say down at Affordable Felt World, mm-hmm. where they sell the best felt mm-hmm. you've ever felt. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's you're right because it is a rental place. So it's like how many how many goddamn places are we going to put effort into? And we're just you know we're just going to move it again. All right, I got a like problem. Six weeks. Well, this is what zero effort looks like for sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, puke and I. Slap this effort. entire studio together. Everything you see now, everything's working. Everything's plugged no, in. No, it's great. We put a table together. Yeah, the again, table's great. We yeah. refelted the table. All that. Uh, this all happened in like an hour and a half. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, but I have a, a question. I have a problem. As we were talking about felt, I forgot what felt is. Like mm-hmm. I, I know that this is felt on the table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But is my shirt felt? No. What is my shirt? Fleece. Oh. Now. New as an F. Listen to this. Forgot what fleece was. Okay. Both could be made from wool. You can go to a place called Joanne Fabrics. Feltonfleece.com. Joannefabrics.com. Oh. You can actually go in you want to go into the store because you can't get the full experience online. You can't feel the fabrics. Yeah, you can't get online. Ninja Turtles theme fleece. No. But you can go and you can online. get fleece if you want to upgrade, right? Felt is probably about five bucks per square yard. And it's, um, you know, so 36 inches by 72 inches, which is a good piece of felt for five bucks. That's not a square yard. No, no, no. It's two square yards. Um, correct. But you, when the felt is rolled up on the roll, mm-hmm. it is one square yard. And then when you unroll it, you, well, well, when you unfold it's folded. it, it's folded. Yeah. Right. And then rolled. Folded and rolled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you can do this with fleece and maybe you go up to 10 per 36 by 72 inch piece. How do you think we got this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this felt on the table. It's all Joanne's Fabrics. Yep. Yeah, Joanne's Fabrics is really great. And you think, like, 
you you see the sign outside and you say this place just has fabric but push pins push pins little uh, fucking wooden numbers wooden numbers and yarns numbers made out of stickers yep that candy bars when you're checking out all kinds of things to hang things on walls with I think about a diet coke there once frames yep. chalkboards whiteboards boards yep so Blue guns yeah so, I mean, if you have a home improvement project in mind, like, consider going to Joanne Fabrics and saying, can I do this with fabric? Cardstock. So, I think, it, what, with cardstock? Uh, you mean they have that, not can I do my project with cardstock? <laughs> you could do your project with cardstock. You need a lot of it, and it's more. it might be more expensive mm-hmm. per square unit than fabric. I don't know how insulating that is either. Now, if you want, if you have a budget, let's say you have a budget of four hundred dollars for a project in a modest size room, you can do your walls or whatever surfaces you need in fucking leather or pleather that just looks like leather. We could be in a leather studio. Andrew looks around aggressively. No, I just thought of something. What? I thought of a very cheap way to make a movable wall. That is yeah. fabric, and it looks good, but it's easy to deal with. <clears throat> yeah, I could have gotten some of those if I had if we I'd simply, known. Well, I was thinking about Joanne Fabrics and all the services they offer, and one of the mm-hmm. services they offer... JoannFabrics.com. Yeah. Okay. One of the services that JoannFabrics.com and the store offers is framing. Yeah, you want to go to the store. Right? Though. Yeah. Because what is it called? What's the backing called when you put a photo in a frame, and there's like a backing? Matboard. Mat Matboard. So I was thinking about that, and I'm like, okay... What's so expensive about framing? It's the frame. It's the sizing. The frame yeah. is what it is. And I thought, geez, we could have Joanne Fabrics, if we wanted to go all out, we could have them frame a giant image and we could turn that image into the entire wall. But no, we can do it ourselves. All we need is like some one-by wood. Yeah. We build a frame the size of this giant opening to my right, your left. Mm-hmm. We stretch the fabric out inside that opening. We have a lightweight, mobile, insulating, sound-absorbing, Light blocking, interesting wall made of fabric of our choice. Yeah. Yeah. It's just all we have to do is screw some one bys together and sandwich the fabric in between them. Yeah. Um, at my, uh, my workplace that was shut down, we had these things they called, um, they were like welding screens. So it, it, it's exactly what you were describing. And we threw them all away. And that's, that sucks. Mm. <laughs> but they make those. They're, they're basically opaque like kind of a non-burning fabric on these big frames and they got little caster wheels so you can move them around your oh, shop yeah. and they block out light when people are welding. Um, Puke, you're a man who's something, uh, been mm-hmm. out of warehouses. Sure have. You ever been out of a cooled or temperature-controlled warehouse? Yes. But you have to go in and out of the temperature-controlled area to the non-temperature-controlled area? Yeah. What's do. in between that threshold? Uh, flaps of plastic. Yeah. The plastic flaps. You want to get some of those? Yeah. It'd be insulating. <laughs> I feel like those are going to be expensive. Really? I feel like they're cheap because otherwise, why would they have them in warehouses? Well, I mean, they also have, you know, like forklifts. And those aren't cheap. <laughs> Just because it's in a warehouse doesn't mean it's cheap. But if we got those uh, flaps of plastic, we could drive a forklift through them. Yeah, it would be real easy. Mm-hmm. Um. I like the fabric with like mobile wall idea. Me that would too. be that would be pretty cheap and easy to do, I think. Oh my god, and we can make it Oh. The problem I was thinking is once we built it it'd be so big, it would never leave this room without being fully disassembled. But all we really yeah. have to do is make it in panels with hinges. 
So we can fold it up. Like shoji panels. Hey, we're making our own shoji panels. Don't you guys have a uh, money from (laughs) supporters? Yeah. No. Oh. What? You don't? Uh, (laughs) Well, if you have money from supporters, you could just buy a bunch of shoji panels and get the ones you need to. Yep. uh, So you get a hotel, like a blackout curtain. No, they need to be custom made. We need to custom make them. We're not buying shoji panels. Why why custom make them? Because it's a project. They're going to be fun. Yeah. Okay. It's an easy project. We need wood and hinges. Wood and hinges. And fabric. And then fabric. Yeah. And That's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it would actually be pretty affordable. Now, do we we'd want them to have any translucence? No. Okay. That we, all right. Yeah. You know what? Take this idea even further. Let's surround this entire table in that and just make a smaller room within this room. That's what I... But we wouldn't even need to surround the entire table. We'd only need to do our backgrounds. So we'd need like six feet on your side and six feet on my side. And then maybe... Um, if a, if we ever have an, another person or there's ever another person in the studio, yeah, then maybe, well, then they get that background, which is like a home gym, which is also kind of cool. That is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. they, they look tough. Yeah. But that you, doesn't solve your, your insulation problem you were talking about. True. But next, time I'm here, problem, next time I'm here, you and I should sit at the end of the table right next to each other. Okay. Um, we'll have to move a lot of stuff. Though. The insulation problem, <laughs> it's a temporary problem because eventually it's going to get not cold. Yeah, eventually it'll probably be hotter than shit in there. No, no, no. It won't be hotter than shit in here. It's the basement. Well, maybe not. Okay. It's a cool room, and it's really like a good... Physically cool. Yeah, space for the time, because it's kind of like a bunker. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe we can just put up those panels and then uh, make gun racks, and then we'll just hang a bunch of guns all over the wall. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so that is the studio, and you know we we want your feedback on that, people in the chat, uh, you know about creative what, people, creative people, what you'd like to see in here. Something else we could do, which would be a little cumbersome, yeah, would be just every week we record from somewhere else in stream, though. Yeah, somehow. Okay, don't know how. You, you got to get some of that Starlink internet. Don't you know, know what, what that, that is. is, but I have a hotspot. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's uh, Starlink. Is that like satellite internet that uh, SpaceX and Facebook or whoever the fuck is putting out there in space? And you can get internet anywhere, and it's got like 10 megabytes download, which is slow. Oh. You couldn't stream on it. But. You might. You might. If you can get two up, you can stream. So uh, this has all been great so far. Uh, what's next? Well, you got a jizz story, you said. No, I, no, I don't have a real jizz story. Oh. I just... Um... Well, you got to get into something. Um, I got a thing. Uh, you watched me confront the woman. Andrew, um, at a lady. We also have... Um, oh, there was a, a distressed call from Amy this week. Let's get into this. This distressed call, I thought, could lead into quite... It seemed like a little thing. Seemed like a very little thing, but mm-hmm. my mind immediately blew it up into the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. So, Amy called me a few days ago, middle of the day, middle of the work day. I'm sitting in front of my computer. She calls. I'm assuming she's like, "Hey, you want to go out to dinner tonight or something like that?" Nope, this was not that call. And usually she would text that. So she called, and she said, "My life is ruined. Mm-hmm. My life is ruined." Now we've heard about Amy going through some pretty significant things, life ruining. Like a uh, young pregnancy out of wedlock, mm-hmm. right? Um, failed relationships. Yeah. B- effectively hobos living okay. with her. Hobos live. Yep. Yep. Lots of these issues. But she never called 
and said, my life is ruined. No. So I went, oh my God, what's happening? She said, I just spent $200 on three pairs of leggings. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, at first I just thought, who the fuck cares? But I went, so why is your life ruined? And she goes, I can never go back. And I went, aha! This is what I've been saying. This is why puke for years. Yeah. I have tried to convince you that spending $37 per sock is not yeah. a good way forward. Is it not? Oh, okay. Because Amy's life is ruined because she spent all this money on leggings. Let's take this and let's apply this to everything. All right. What you don't yeah. need. You don't need something fancy. You don't. If you can get by with nothing or shit or cheap versions of whatever it is, mm-hmm. you're better off. You're a happier person. You're a more successful person. You're a more wealthy person. But the minute that you need constant chapstick, mm-hmm. your life is that much worse. The minute- you know what? I'm here in Butler with three pairs of pants, and I feel like the goddamn mayor of this town. <laughs> it's all it's inside your head. Exactly. You know, it's not in like the But things- if somebody handed you like three hundred dollar pairs of pants and you went, Oh my god, these pants are amazing. Yeah. I've never experienced pants like this before. How could you ever go back to three pairs of cheap pants? Osborne has shown me things like this. You can't do it. A man of great means. Yeah. Right? He'll say, look what I have. A man of great means ends up being a man of great needs. Mm. But then mm. having the means to satisfy those needs. That's all. That's good. Go right. for it. If <laughs> but if the means case. and the needs yeah. ever get disproportionate. But if you're a single mom, you know, with yeah. a young kid who's going to have fashion needs of her own. Yeah. You know, you got to control. Good God. Don't ever let your kid have the $130 pair of leggings. Exactly. That's because that's what they're going to be. Leggings are like college. <laughs> right? <laughs> like when, it, when it's your generation's turn to have them, it's like reasonable. They outpace inflation by 9,000%. Exactly. Now, you go to the gym and women are up to no good with these pants that they wear at the gym. Right? You've seen this. You, the butt pants? Yeah. The new butt pants? Who has seen the new butt pants? There was butt I pants a couple years wait, ago, but they're not like these butt pants. These what are, are butt pants. Explain they, them. I don't know the what gym, new puke. butt pants are. If you have anything like <laughs> a, even a reasonable butt, like it just has to be reasonable. The pants will do the rest. Yeah. Because I don't even like butts that much. But we were at the gym yesterday, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my God, I never knew I could like a butt so much. Whose butt? Which one? <laughs> the blonde. Blonde. I don't remember. Blonde butt? Yes! Yes! Yeah. The nerve of her! Yeah. Do you think it? You, I wanted to go up to her and say, take those down! Yeah. Take those we down and see show us really working what with. that looks like. Because it doesn't look like that. There's all kinds of tricks There's going no on. There's no way. Now talk about dependence. All these rewards that you get for that butt that you supposedly have. Now you need I think she deserves pants. any reward D- she gets. D- these pants, what? I think she deserved any reward no, she gets. No, 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 because there's no way it was that good. There's no way it's that good. And we've seen this in various forms for a while. But now these, these, these pants that women wear at the gym, they're almost like thong, but they're also doing something else. They're also contouring in different ways. Yeah, they're making like the top of the butt. Look way better than I knew a top of a butt could look. Right. So this is all the butt science of pants, and this is where the real <laughs> dependence begins, right? But, again, this applies to every area of life. I buy cheap Sam's Club socks, 
And uh, when, uh, when enough of them wear out, I buy a whole other pack. I have a drawer full of hundreds of socks that, uh, that I don't, I don't know when I minute. bought the last ones. I don't know when I bought what. They're all the same. They're fine. They're black. Whatever. They're cheap. They're yeah. less than a dollar a piece. I, Puke, on the other hand, has a drawer yeah. full of $37 pairs of – no, sorry. Uh, $74 pairs of socks. Because thirty-seven a piece. I'm holding but, up a sock that was just on my foot. Now this is a Sacconi. Sacconi. Yeah, five pairs. I think they were like twelve dollars. I'll pay two dollars for a pair of socks. I'll pay a dollar per sock. Yeah, I think that's fine. I love these socks. Every day I put them on because I got five pairs. So it's like five out of seven days I put them on, and I go. And some days I like wake up and I see the ones that I took off before bed and I go, those are fine. Yeah, yeah, they're always fine. Exactly. To to start my work day, it's like I'm going to go and put on new socks when I could get to work. Uh, And I'll say, these are great. I'll put them on and I'll say to myself, these are great. I love these socks. So, and that's a dollar per sock. But if you started wearing these super insulating but not make you sweat super durable lifetime warranty socks. That just make your feet look amazing. Yeah. And people are yeah. like, that's not what his feet really exactly. look like. That's not the shape of his feet. I didn't no. know a foot could look like that. If, it, if they are, I want them in my mouth. <laughs> right. Now. He needs to take those socks off so we can see really what he's working with. Yeah, exactly. So if that were the case, how could you go back to your dollar per piece Sacconis? You can't. You can't. Your sock life is ruined. I, yeah, but my like- socks have also saved me. From freezing cold feet. Have you ever heard me? When the ocean water came up over and filled my shoes and boots Mm. with with salt. Yeah. You know, I had them wool socks on. I don't understand. You just have wet wool socks. Yeah. But Uh maybe you guys don't understand how wool works. So when it gets wet, it still insulates. So my feet, after... The initial like one minute of coldness were fine again. They they were plenty warm because they still had insulation. Now, if I was wearing just cheap ass Walmart cotton socks, I would have had cold feet for the next five hours, which is how long it took me to get back from the beach. This sounds like a story that a man who knows he spent too much on socks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This sounds like justifications because no, let's play this out. You're not not getting me to give up my socks. I'm gonna exactly. We're not getting you to give up your socks. I'm pointing at the screen with your face on it really harshly (laughs) right now, Um, because puke. Here's the real problem. Right? You would have been stuck for five hours in cheap socks or expensive socks because you got your feet wet. Mm-hmm. You made an error that created a scenario where you had to have wet socks. But if you yeah. had take, taken the same $74 that you put towards that one pair of socks, <laughs> you could have had a car yeah. full of fresh, brand new socks that were warm and dry. What's better, Puke? A dry mm-hmm. dollar sock or a wet $37 sock? In fact, well, if you hadn't spent the $74 on the socks, you could have had several pairs of socks and an entire spare pair of shoes. I could have just had boots, like, like uh, uh, what do you the, call them? Wellington price? boots. Yeah. Mud boots. Yeah. So, <laughs> but the, apply this to everything in your life. What if all of a sudden, like, I, I fall for this. I'm guilty of it. Right now, I am wearing, speaking of feet. What do you got? Slippers. I ordered slippers. They're coming tomorrow. Cause, yeah, because this house is chilly, right? And I'm in the <laughs> basement, and the basement floor oh, no. is even chillier than the upstairs floor. I got a wool hat. I got long underwear. Yep. I got a big, heavy sweatshirt. You're I got some soft. nice sweats. Getting... I got long underwear on. Look you're, at this. You're gonna get. You're getting real needy. So, <laughs> I bought these slippers two months ago because I was sick of walking around with cold feet. 
And I went, man, do I just start spending a bunch of money on socks like puke? What if I get used to it? Too scared. Let's spend $7 on some slippers. So I got these slippers, and now I'm dependent. I'm slipper dependent. <laughs> I walk around in slippers constantly. Now I'm a slipper yeah, guy. How have I gone 34? I've gone 34 years and not been a slipper guy, and now I'm a slipper guy. I don't like that I'm a slipper guy, but this is how you fall into this. Now I need slippers, right? Yeah. Luckily, I was smart enough to choose cheap slippers instead of expensive socks. Yeah, well, I would never buy expensive slippers because that just seems silly. <laughs> I there are some expensive options. I think I spent uh, twenty bucks, maybe twenty five, maybe thirty. <sighs> Jesus. It was more than it was more than thirty. <laughs> so I'm just saying, if you apply this to everything in your life, all of a sudden you're soft, you're weak, and you need these <laughs> things. Yeah, right. That's that's well, what what. Why else do you live if not for socks? I don't know, man. Like, I drive around in this CRV that barely has heat. <laughs> yeah, it has power locks and keyless entry. I fucking threw that dongle away oh. like a year ago. Now I just have a key. <laughs> I don't trust the power locks or the keyless entry, so I don't use it. Because if I start using it all the time, then I'll get used to it. And then I want to get into a car like the Miata that doesn't have that. I'm going to get angry at the Miata. I don't want to be angry at the Miata. I don't want to feel like I'm going without when I drive the Miata. <laughs> this is great. And if I get into a car, like I drove Puke's car for a couple days to keep it running, and uh, yeah. it has heated seats and like oh, great. a heater. Right? <laughs> I'm driving it around. Luxuries. Modern luxuries. And uh, I'm going, man, definitely don't want to drive this long enough to get used to it. So I had to take it back. And I got back into the CRV, and I, I breathed a uh, a sigh of stale smoke relief mm. <laughs> as soon as I got back in, and it felt good. And then I had an exhaust leak in the CRV, so I got that fixed. And when it was fixed, I went, this is the best car. I've never had a better car because it has nothing because it trained me to go without. This mm. is like a real Tim Ferriss kind of approach where he eats ramen noodles. Yeah. The CRV is the ramen noodles of cars. Yeah, but they, and they both <laughs> yeah. make you kind of stink after you're near them. Exactly. I got out of the CRV and I went in the gym. And I said, "Why do I stink?" <laughs> it's from being in the CRV. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Well, you know, I mean, Andrew might have a point. So I'm out here for work, and I only have like six shirts. So I have I have three work shirts and three like office shirts and do you actually have any reason to and get was, more well i was thinking i was like man i sure don't have much variety when it comes to shirts and then i realized who the fuck cares yes. maybe i should just try to learn and live with with less yeah i want five shirts two pairs of pants five pairs of socks five pairs of underwear three pairs of shoes but i have bought uh, two pair or two new hats since I've been out here, so maybe maybe that's where all my money's gone. Well, I mean, it's not all. If you're missing a whole bunch of money, and <laughs> you, the only thing that there's there that wasn't there before is a few hats, I'd say look closer. Yeah, yeah, it might be going elsewhere. Pretty sure I know somebody who's got a cocaine problem. Not you, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> when a whole bunch of money is always disappearing and they always need more and you think they make mm. plenty of money, um, is it cocaine? Is it gambling? Is it hookers? You know, it's one of those, those are, I think, are probably the three the hardest to talk about. But 
Maybe it's old cars. Yeah, that's that's a problem. Can't uh, stop buying old car. <laughs> but the old cars teach you to go without. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you should go without an old car or two. And what? D- go with a new car or two? <laughs> no, I said go without. No, I see. I realized this a while ago that I was going down this path with this Mercedes where I went, I just need more power. I just need more luxuries. I just need more uh, luxury brands and higher end. I need the better version of this car. I need the supercharged version of this engine. And I went, this is never going to end. This is going to be a very, very expensive route to go down. So where do you cut it off? Where do you say this is just the right amount? <clears throat> but don't. how do you still, but no also, t- how do you not sacrifice ambition for faster motors and better socks? <laughs> or is it not about the things, right? Are we not, we, should we not live for things, but to live for the realization of our full potential? And then if we ever get close to achieving it, we say, you know what? You know what? Fuck it. Yesterday, uh, Andrew and I, I'm like, I need to get a new uh, like sweater kind of thing, right? Like a nice new top. And boy, did I find one. And boy, it was $30. And that felt great. But, you know, Andrew and I go into Dick's Sporting Goods to get... I got an air pump for an air mattress. An air Because young Alex came here to this town. And he needed a a bed to sleep on. So I had an air mattress, no pump. Got the pump. I say, I'm going to go into Dick's with you. I'm going to buy like a Patagonia coat. Oof. And you know, I felt like once in a while, it's okay. Like I earned it. I've worked hard. I've done okay lately. And if I want to reward myself with a Patagonia coat, but I don't need a Patagonia coat. (laughs) Well, according to Andrew, you just, uh, you just destroyed your whole life. It could, he could have. Expensive coat. I didn't buy it, though. Right. Oh. oh it, now, here's the oh, problem. Shit. So, Amy got these leggings, and she can never go back to any leggings beyond that, that are any worse than these, right? She has to get these oh. leggings forever now or better, right? What about pants? And these leggings were from Lululemon. Do you know oh, about I've Lululemon? Heard. Do they make things for men? Yeah. They do. I've heard of them. Because I have oh. two pairs of Lululemon pants. How much did you pay for them? I spent two hundred and thirty some dollars on two what? pairs of pants. How dare you ever talk to me about this my fucking is, socks? No, this is why. Here's the problem. Because someone kept saying, Lululemon, you gotta get Lululemon. These are the best looking pants. They make such great pants for men. They're light and they make your butt look great. And all these things are super comfortable. And then Larry was like, Yeah, I fucking love them. And I've I'm like, got Larry, great butt science. Larry, you don't spend money on anything. And he's like, Yeah. But I love Lululemon pants. I'm like, fuck. Even Larry's on board with this. I would like to take a look at them. It's <clears throat> fine. Point. So, um, <sighs> walking through this town. Which town? Charleston, South Carolina. Okay. Walk into the Lululemon store. Mm-hmm. And, and before I walked in, I knew they, were having, like, they had the greatest pants for men and the nicest salespeople. And the salespeople are great because of all these wonderful reasons. I don't care. Walked in, was bombarded with niceness and how professional they were, yet good at their job. Mm. So I appreciated it, and I was annoyed. Mm -hmm. So I ended up buying the two pairs of pants just so I could get the fuck out of there. I got a skinny pair and a normal pair. And yes, Mm. they are comfortable. They are Mm -hmm. nice. They probably look good. I don't know. I can't judge that. But they're comfortable and they're nice. Here's the problem. As soon as I put them on, I realized the weight of the cost of these pants, and I thought to myself, 
I cannot wear these out. What if I fuck them up? My life is over. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So now I have these two pairs of pants. Guess what pants I wear the least out of all the pants I have? The Lululemon. The expensive ones. Right. Exactly. I'm that glad means, I had yeah. that mentality about it. Because mm-hmm. what if I had the mentality of like, oh, these are my favorite pants. These are the best pants. They're the most comfortable pants. They're the best looking pants. They match the most things I have. I wear these all the time. How long are they going to last? And then I need to replace them with, with more Lululemon pants? Yeah. No. Right. No. Never going back in. Never, never doing this again. I have no interest in this. When I wear these, I feel like a fake. I feel like a liar. I feel... Why like a liar and a fake? Because I'm, I'm not happy to be wearing these. He's not a, he's not a Lululemon kind of man. Right. Yeah. So it's really about how you feel. You know, that's big. How you feel. So what makes you feel best? Ross Dress for Less. Gabe's. Yeah. Gabe's. Going yeah. to Gabe's. Gabe's, people all over the world. People all over the world. Gabe's is a store in the Midwest and maybe elsewhere. Maybe where you are, depending on where also in, you are. Also in the Pittsburgh area. Yeah, in the Pittsburgh area. I mean, uh, and there's one in York, PA. So, like, they start in Pennsylvania because I'd never seen one before that. And uh, you go in there and things are just real cheap. You know, you need bath mats. It's a good place to get stuff like that. It's a great place to get bedding, to get really high-quality sheets at a very I got throw place. blankets when I was there last. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, what Joanne Fabrics is to fabrics, I would say Gabe's is to bedding. And clothing. And mm, uh, Maybe we should be buying blankets at Gabe's. Yeah, I mean, you go into Gabe's with a hundred dollars and come out with four pairs of pants and six shirts and in a blanket. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, hmm. speaking of old things, I, I want to get into this. Andrew, you're good at real estate. Am I? I well, I mean, you claim to be an awful. I don't lot. claim to be. I never <laughs> claim. I never said to anybody, "I'm good at real estate." Oh. I feel like you have. I said I like it. Oh, okay. I'm into it. I never said I'm good at it. Well, here's the question. Uh Um, If if you're trying to sell a house, is it good or bad to have uh, junk cars in the front yard? Bad. Hmm. Why did you leave a junk car in front of my house for two months? It's not there. Because I asked you about it and you said it's no big deal. (laughs) And I thought, okay. No, I don't. I don't know. I, said I no feel like that's incorrect. He said no big deal. Where is it? It's no. sitting in the driveway out here. What, so Andrew had it? had you know because Andrew has a problem with buy, he he buys Lululemon pants and old cars, and then he had to find somewhere to put them. And I thought you were gonna you know, well you had an old car that you were working on in a Miata in the garage, and then the old junk car out front. And I thought you were gonna move them because I'm trying to sell my house, and then I find out like two months later, nah, the old junk car is still out there. And I'm like, what the fuck? What is the old junk car? The Toyota Sequoia. It's not a junk car. It's beautiful. It it's had a flat tire, out-of-state plates, and it's, uh, yeah, it's, flat it's not tire. beautiful. Oh, it's gorgeous, though. So, I don't know. I just feel like uh, I feel like Andrew might have might have understood how that probably wasn't helping me sell my house too much. Right. So, as soon as uh, you said that you wanted it out of there, I got it out of there. <laughs> I'm also annoyed at my realtor, because he also didn't mention it until... That's how I found out because he's like, hey, this car is still there. Is it yours? And I was like, what the fuck? Why doesn't anybody mention these things? This is why I have cameras everywhere. If I still had cameras, I would have known. To watch Andrew. I <laughs> yeah. do the right things. I got cameras at one of my houses. I hate that I have them because when I feel the urge to check them, 
the next thing I know, it's 30 minutes later, and I'm still fucking checking cameras, and I'm just going, what, what, why? What? There's nothing to learn here. It's called the sunken cost fallacy. Yeah. The more time, eventually you're going to see something. Yeah. You're going to see that I thing. Go, oh, a person's walking by. What about a ghost? Let's play it back slow. Let's watch him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do I care? Okay. There's a bag floating with the wind. <laughs> I literally watched it. I went, it might be the most beautiful thing there, you've ever seen. Or did it keep going? That house in uh, one of them is haunted. Yeah. Yeah. No. Geist. Uh, speaking of houses, I got my first offer on my house finally. Oh, yeah? Yeah. $40,000 under what I paid for it. Oh. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't accept it. You can counter. Why the fuck would I counter for some asshole that's like, okay, you've listed this house. Because you're getting dollars. emotional about it. You shouldn't get emotional about it. You should just go, oh, that's not as much as I wanted. Let's counter. Oh, well. My realtor uh, just, uh, you know. He probably has a better bead t- on the buyer. Probably. So he uh, he told me about it, but he said I already told him that that's retarded. So Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully I get real offers here uh, someday. I think the market's picking up a little bit more. Uh, not a lot of people were buying, I think, like around the before the election and the holidays and stuff. Not we'll unless see. you have a property in a rural area. Rural yeah. is big right now. Yeah. Like real rural. Hmm. So anyway, I just thought, well, we're talking about houses. I, I thought I'd mention that. <laughs> what other big topics do we have? I mean, I'm worried about puke. You're worried about puke? Yeah, because we yeah, do want to do a bit of an abbreviated show tonight. Uh, I need to get a very good night's sleep. I did not get a lot of sleep last night, and mm. I feel very run down. I, I can see it in my voice. Hear it in my voice? <laughs> that too? Yeah. Yeah, probably hear it. Yeah. So I know I'm not uh, A-game right now. We got the, uh, the confrontation to talk about. The confrontation you had with a woman. That would yeah. be quick. So you're worried about puke. That might be... Uh, worth getting into yeah so let's take a break and let's uh let's get oh, back okay, into that and we have a story about uh you got a jizz story and puke has what do you have puke uh nothing okay That's, i i basically brought up what i wanted to talk about which was you leaving a junk car in front of my house <laughs> all right sorry i got it out of there i appreciate you moving it once i asked you to move i just i really don't understand how you thought that it was okay to leave it there or that i had said it was i probably said it was fine to leave it there for a little bit because he had nowhere else to put it. But I don't know. I have doubts that, that, I, that I said, yes, it's okay to just leave that there forever. I don't know. In my mind, as soon as you said uh, you wanted it out of there, I just said, okay, let's make that a priority. Let's get it out of there. And then I had to yell at a man multiple times. <laughs> it's like before I came out here to California, we were talking about moving it and like airing up the tire and, yeah. and getting a mechanic to fix it or some yeah. shit. And then, and then none of that happened. Apparently. Yeah. Go to break. All right, bye. You got a clip for the break? No. Do you want to pull a clip from your solo show? Well, the one, the last one I did was public. All right. Okay. Shit. Yeah. I could, I could pull a clip from the latest uh, discomfort, discomfort zone, zone, maybe. Brett, you got a clip from the discomfort zone? Yeah, sure. Do you have one that you can easily send to puke? Yeah, within the next nice. day or so. Yeah. There you go. Day. Jesus, we have a schedule to keep to. <clears throat> Doesn't a day right, fit we'll into that, that schedule? What? Doesn't a day fit into that schedule? Nah, I guess. <gasps> Are we on break yet or no? Uh, yeah, but I just realized a major fucking problem. Were you not recording? Correct. <laughs> wow, Andrew. 
It doesn't matter. Because of all the problems at the beginning of the show, we got to pull it from the YouTube now, right? Yeah, that's fine. What do I do? What do I do to make sure that can happen? Nothing. Don't touch, <laughs> Don't touch anything? anything with YouTube because it will, once you stop the stream, it will just save automatically. God willing that you yeah, did that. So correctly. just leave it running. Okay. Well, we're recording now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's because there was a lot of problems, Puke. You weren't, we didn't even start talking to you until after many of the problems were resolved. Trying to do what I can to put into words my general disease or discomfort. Yeah. And this is the zone for that. But it's more just general. Right? It's hard to to specify where it's coming from or what's causing it. And it's more just a, a mindset that comes and goes. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when I'm punching dicks and I'm getting shit done, I go, bring it on. Give me the big problems, the big decisions. Let's go. Yeah. And I like making decisions swiftly and moving on to the next thing. I don't like dwelling. I don't like focusing for a long time. Like I, I want people running alongside of me as I go through my life going, how about this? And I go, bam, there, solution, done. Mm-hmm. Keep going. What's the next thing? That's what I want. That's what gets me excited. That's what keeps me moving. That's what makes me feel like I can punch an infinite number of dicks. You know, I'll just run along with you. Yeah, like, I don't know, assistance or something. Yeah, and they're running. Interns? They should all have, like, little bells. Yeah. Like, like, little jingly bells. I'm on a scooter. Yeah. You know, moving at a decent clip, and they're just jogging alongside. But with bells. Like the Secret Service, yeah. Yeah. Like the Elf Secret Service. Yeah, but they're normal size. Right. But they're dressed like elves. Yeah. They're definitely wearing stockings. Yeah. Okay. With bells. All right, I love it. Yeah. Man, you're really good at creating very specific visions. You created that vision. Oh, I guess I am too, then. Ready, Pip? I am prepared. Count us down. Three. Nope. Two, one, go. No. Five. And very enthusiastic. Yeah, yeah. Like, let all the enthusiasm we lacked in the first half, we make up for in the second half of this show with lots of high enthusiasm. And everything is, like, maybe just a little bit overly energetic. Right? Uh, sure. All right! Uh... Five, four, three, two, one, go. So, you know, Brett, you and I were at the gym. Yeah. Yeah. And, we, and we did gym stuff. and It was fun. Yeah. And uh, we saw butts filled with science. Fake ones. Yeah. Yes. There were some issues at the gym, which we might get into later. But the point of this story is what we did after the gym. After the gym. After we, the gym. W- which day? Friday. Okay. I don't remember. We had to go to a store. Uh, Dicks. Dicks. Yeah, I looked at Patagonia jackets. Yep, I needed yeah. an air pump okay. for an air mattress. Sure. We go into Dicks, do our thing. We leave Dicks. Yeah. We get back in the car. Yeah. I had backed into the spot. As always. Yes. And uh, we were about to leave. And I see to my left, there's a woman in a CRV. Having a terribly hard time. Woman in a CRV already makes me instantly angry. <laughs> Although I'm a man in a CRV. Yes. Right? But my CRV looks like the worst. Right. Hers looks new. She's keeping her children safe by driving a vehicle with all-wheel drive. Right. Yeah. I am looking like a danger to everybody. 
Yes. With my CRV with some uh, newly dented fenders from the accident from back in August. Uh, <laughs> not to mention the salt that has just baked itself onto the. You can't even see out the windows on this thing. <laughs> USA gold <laughs> cigarette smoke just pouring yeah. out of a non. <laughs> the windows are opaque, no longer transparent. Opaque window yeah. and USA gold cigarette smoke billowing. And if you pull out. the, if you, I even have new ones. But if you pull the the windshield pisser. Right, only the passenger side works. So right, <laughs> it's oh, fucking geez. useless. And then you can pull the rear one, and it just squirts down the rear window, and the rear wiper goes back and forth. And there's like two spots where there's one millimeter thick of wiper that's going back and forth. Yeah. So there's two like pencil thin half moon shapes on the rear window. Yeah. That are clear. So it's not even worth squirting. I don't want to waste the fluid on the rear window, so I don't. And uh, even on the front, I go, I can't waste fluid because it's only the you passenger gotta, side. You got to save it for the passenger side. Yeah. So um, anyway, <clears throat> there we are sitting there. Woman's backing out of her spot. Of course, she's backing out like a fucking woman in uh, yeah. a CRV. Right. And um, I'm watching her back out and I go, geez, from my perspective, it looks like she's about to hit that Dodge Ram. Mm-hmm. And then I think she is so on top of that Dodge Ram. There's no way she didn't hit that Dodge Ram. Okay. And I'm looking at this, but I couldn't really see the Dodge Ram all that well. I didn't notice it like move, like lurch from getting bumped. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then she stopped backing up, and I guess she wanted to back up more. So then when she proceeds to hit the gas to back up more, I see the Dodge Ram lurch pretty violently. Yeah. So this tells me she had not only hit the Dodge Ram, but she accelerated after she hit the Dodge Ram. Yeah. <laughs> then she proceeds to do about 19 back and forths, like forward, back, forward, back, forward, back, forward, back, to turn her car seven degrees. Right. And it's so, just like, this is going on too long. There's too much. Remember the scene in Casino at the end where they take Joe Pesci and his brother into the field and beat them with bats? Yes. That's like this lady in this Dodge Ram with her CRV. <laughs> it's just like, when does this end? <laughs> does it need to be this long? Like, isn't the damage already done? It's like that. It's like, yeah, Casino, 1995. So I think to myself, if this woman is that out of it, like, does she, does she acknowledge that she hit that? Like, because she didn't think she hit it the first time, so she accelerated into it harder, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then she did a bunch of fuckery mm-hmm. just to start leaving <laughs> the parking lot. So I'm watching this very closely, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, surely she's going to park, get out, leave a note. Mm-hmm. Then I thought... Maybe she came here with that person. Maybe that's like the dude in her life. Yeah. In that truck. Oh, yeah. Right? So she starts some revenge. Tr- driving, and she has to pass right in front of my CRV, which I can barely even see out of, which also makes this a little bit ambiguous because it's hard enough to see the CRV <laughs> and the Ram yeah. encounter each other. But I can clearly see that she is driving past the front of my car and she's not stopping. At that moment, this. What, yeah, what happened? You you tell me from your perspective what happened. Here's the shittiest horn honk probably ever out of this CRV. What it sound like? <laughs> <laughs> she stops. Window goes down. USA gold cigarette smoke billows out into a cloud. <laughs> Andrew pops his head to out of the- Sonoma's. Sonoma's. Sorry, Sonoma's. There is a spare pack of the USA Golds in the car, though. True. Menthol. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) That's why why it's still there. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't smoke the menthols. They're just sitting in the car. I smoked one of them once last year sometime. It's probably the same it's pack probably, of cigarettes. I think it is. I bought them in South Carolina, I think, February 2020. All right. So Andrew sticks his head out the window. He goes, hey, do you know that person? And I'm just, I'm, I'm sitting there writing in my journal. Right. I thought you were writing notes about the gym. No, I was. I sorry, oh. my gym journal. I was just writing down what I wanted to do the next time we were at the gym because that's what I do when we leave the gym is I write what we're going to do the next day. So uh, it gives me something to do in the car, and I didn't have my phone. Otherwise, I would have totally filmed this. And I don't hear anything that the woman says, so you'll have to take over that part of the story, Andrew. But I love that. <clears throat> do you know that person, he said? Right, because that's the only excuse for driving away from the scene of a crime. Yes. So... Uh, I can't hear what she's saying. Mm-hmm. I just see her doing the I don't know hands. I don't know. Right? Like, whatever. <laughs> okay. Put all of your feminist bullshit aside, listeners. And just, just for a minute. Picture, just for, just for just a picture a woman driving a 2014 uh, light blue Honda CRV. I thought it was white. Maybe. I don't know. I don't no. see color. Um, in a Dick's parking lot in Butler, Pennsylvania, on a Friday afternoon in the middle of a work day when any real man should be at work. Um, and a being of asked a question. from home now so they can go to Dick's so during the afternoon. She does like the I don't know, and she's saying something, but I can't hear her. But I can deduce from her body language that when I ask her if she knows that person, because I was loud. Uh, you yelled. And I can tell from her body language that she said, no, I don't know that person. So now the only possible reason that it would be okay for you to drive away, you just confirmed that that is not the case. Mm -hmm. That is not reality. Mm -hmm. So now what? I lift the notebook that I'm writing into, into her view, right? I'm sitting, it's in my lap, in my passenger seat. I lift it up and I'm writing, but looking at her over the top of my notebook. She doesn't know it's a gym notebook. She probably can't even see you because of the yeah, opacity, how she in the <laughs> the opacity of the windshield. <laughs> she just sees a frosted shape. Yeah, right. Sparking up a USA gold menthol as he peers at her <laughs> over a notebook that for all she knows could be a log of crimes that I've witnessed. <laughs> Followed by license plates related but, to the criminal. It did, it did say real big and like bright Big block, sparkly, glittery letters. Brett's crime law. <laughs> yes. So, uh, I, you know, I want to be part of this too. I didn't even know that all this was happening until the yelling. So, uh, did she ever say anything to you? She said something like she could. She wasn't. She wanted to put up some resistance about leaving a note. She said, "No, I didn't know that person." And I said, "Okay, well, you don't. You you don't just leave. You hit him. Yeah. You hit the truck. Yeah. You don't just leave." Then what did she say? And she said. Yeah, I go, you got to at least leave a note. Like the very least, the, the bare minimum is you leave a note with your phone number or whatever. Mm-hmm. She didn't even try to protest and say, I didn't do any damage. No, she didn't say that because she didn't even get out and check. I left a note on the shittiest car. It was me, Roman Polanski, uh, this girl from Ohio. This was a couple years ago, right? Very stressful day. Was it my CRV? No, oh. it was like Roman Polanski wanted to go to a candy store to buy soda. Okay, so me, him, and this girl that I was kind of dating, we go to the candy store, um, and I'm backing into a spot, and why did I forget the name of every neighborhood in Pittsburgh? Strip District, right? 
backing into the spot in the strip district, and I just cream this really, really shitty, like a CRV. It's about in the condition of the CRV. I look at it. So perfect. I go, I don't know if I did anything or not. And Roman said, leave, well, you know, leave a note. And so I oh, left good, a I'm note. i to hear that. I left a No, but I mean, I was going to, I was like, geez, I mean, should, do I have to wait for this person? How does this work? He's like, you can leave a note. So um, the fact that he wanted to leave a note makes all of his former crimes okay. Roman Polanski? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Like when you're with him and people recognize him, it's like, are those? Yeah. yeah. People love this guy. People love Notes this guy. make up for rape. Well, so I leave a note. I say, look, here, let's face facts. I don't know if I did any of this damage to your car or not your car has a lot of cosmetic issues coming into this whole situation but if you have an issue my name is brett come on my show yeah my name's brett 603 793 four other numbers you'll never guess uh and then i uh put the note on the windshield never hear from the person so that's good they didn't even give a shit which i knew they wouldn't but it was the right thing to do yeah of course this woman in her crv hits a brand new ram Pretty brand new. Yeah, five years, maybe. Newer than any of the other vehicles that we've talked about. It did have a big sticker on the back window that said, Impeach Wolf. That means impeach the governor of Pennsylvania. This woman could oh. have done it because she likes Wolf. What if? It's kind of what I thought. For but a that's what these people are doing now who, who like Wolf. They've gotten so brazen, you know, because yeah, they have all this power now that they're just ramming their cars into stuff. But she's They're, not the one driving the ram. But she is. The, <laughs> she, she said, I'll show you. Yeah, but she's the rammer. She said, I'll show you maybe, a ram. Yeah, maybe she saw the truck name and said, okay. Also, the sticker. Actually, yeah. I think it took her a minute. She was looking in the mirror and it, she's like, Mar, Mar, <laughs> Mar. Oh, duh. Maybe. <laughs> That was the stupidest joke ever. It's pretty good. That was pretty that good. Was so that was, that was pretty good. Um, anyhow, maybe she hit it, <clears throat> then saw the sticker and said, "Huff." Yeah, I'm fuck that leaving. person. Yeah, fuck him right. for saying impeach Wolf, who's trying to keep us safe. Like I, like by running the whole state and keeping it locked down. Like I keep my children safe by driving the CRV that I don't know how to drive. So. I tell her, you can't just leave. And now I'm, I'm outside the car. He has gotten I got out, out of the vehicle. And I go, yeah, the least you can do is leave a note. And she goes, I didn't have a pen. So my, <laughs> my first initial thought was, there's no fucking way in that entire CRV or in your entire fucking purse. You're not writing checks to some yoga instructor right. like Thursday afternoon. Yeah. It's Friday, bitch. You're 49 years old. Right. You're blonde. You're, you're put together, and you're in a CRV. Right. There's definitely a yoga you class involved. You write checks. So she said she didn't have a pen. We've, I'm holding a pen writing in my citizen's police log. And I, I know somewhere in my car I have my pen for my gym log. And paper. And I have additional pens for writing things down as I drive around in my CRV, which I'm in for 98% of my waking life. Mm -hmm. So I go... I have a pen. You can have it. Take wow. my pen. So I run back into the CRV. I even have an entire pad of sticky notes. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is why uh, why you don't get expensive pens because you don't worry about giving them away. And I gave her a nice pen and a full pad of sticky notes. Only several of them were used. Right. Andrew says, I will trade you 
what you thought was a license to commit crimes in this parking lot for a pen and a couple of stickies. She said yes. So I give this to her, and I said, <laughs> you know, if you had just left the note in the first place and you do the right thing, the guy driving that truck, because it's definitely a guy. It's definitely a guy. Dodge Ram with an impeach wolf sticker. Impeach him. <clears throat> it's definitely a guy. That guy, if he were to see you do this, I, I, I said part of this, he's going to let you go. Because I doubt you did any damage to this you ring. You think he's not a fucking handshake, Craig? Right. Does people know what a handshake Craig is? Handshake Craig is a guy. Sometimes his name is Craig, but he could have other names. And he, just wants to, he doesn't want to call the cops. He doesn't want to do a whole bunch of contracts. He's the last guy who's going to call the cops. He's the last guy who's going to call the cops. We'll he says, arrest him on gun charges you know, we'll, let's and driving without a license. Exactly. But he also is <laughs> a contractor. He's got a couple properties he's looking to rent. And a convict. Yeah. But he's not going to, he doesn't want you. Fill, why do we got to bog ourselves down with forms for, Craig says. Put her there. Puts out a big hairy hand. Yep. On both sides. But just to get his point across, he squeezes a little bit too hard. He squeezes a little bit too hard. Especially on the middle-aged woman's hand. But his handshake is as good as gold. And she gets a little, uh, you know, a little attracted to it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she does. Yeah. Um, so I gave her the pen and paper. And she's trying to talk and give me excuses. And I don't even care. I've wasted enough time on this. She's been in my way long enough. Yeah. Because the whole time she was in my way. I was waiting on her. So I get back in the car and I say something to Brett like, can you believe that? And then she zooms back in reverse. I could see in her driving lots of anger. This was an angry CRV move. I thought at that point she was going to hit other cars. Me too. I'm like, she couldn't handle backing <laughs> out slowly. Mm-hmm. How can she handle backing up that quickly? The backing up around the time of the striking of the ram. It was so torturous. Right, I looked up. I stopped what I was doing to watch this woman do this for how long it went and, on. And see, I can see this before it happens. Mm-hmm. Like I mm-hmm. almost have, uh, what's it called? ESP. ESP. Future sight. Whatever it is. Extrasensory perception. Yeah, I almost have that. Clairvoyance. When I see somebody maneuver a car for a couple of feet, yeah, I can tell you what's going to happen next or what's gonna, likely to happen next. They're going to hit something. I can say there's a 64% chance this woman bumps into something before she leaves this parking lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I noticed her in the first place. Right. Exactly. So we leave, and uh, I feel good about myself. Should I have shamed her more? No, I think you shamed her the right amount. I think even just like, like think about the night and day difference of her just being able to get away with it. Yeah. Versus her having the encounter with you. Yeah. Huge difference. Huge difference. So I think that was great. That was a wonderful thing that you did. You should have left a note of your own that says... I saw this bitch this, hit you. Check the security cameras. Yeah, like uh, if if you didn't see another note, then call this number. We should have circled back. Yeah. Well, this is like what happened when I got in the accident. I gave the girl in front of me my phone number to say like, hey, if this guy tries to run off on, on paying you for your fucking total car, uh, give me a call. I witnessed everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, the guy didn't have insurance, so I never got to fix my CRV. <laughs> right. If I got the money for it, I would not have fixed my CRV. Yeah, exactly. I like the dent. Yeah, I mean, it's got a lot of character. It does. The problem is going to be if people hit you more, like this lady, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to like say, look what you did. 
you know? <laughs> True. It's hard to say. It's this car covered. is perfect. Because they're going to say, sir, you're already not taking very good care of this. Right. But they, they look at this car. They don't see what I see. I take very good care of that car. Everything is in working-ish order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, nothing is fully broken. The power locks kind of work. The oh. heater kind of works. The windshield squirter kind of works. If we ride to the gym together, this is the vehicle that we take. Uh-huh. And I'll say, Andrew, lock the doors. I have my wallet. <laughs> and I go, no, this is no. way too much no, effort. No, 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 no. It's Who's not... going to break into this? Yeah. Leave your wallet. No it's... one thinks there's a wallet in this car. No, not at all. Meanwhile, his wallet's worth probably more than the car. I drove to another state with a gun in my car last night. I got to start being more careful about that. I don't just know that you can bring a gun everywhere. Can you bring a gun into Ohio, Puke? Uh, do you have a multi-state concealed carry license? I do, yeah. I have a New Hampshire oh, well. permit that has reciprocity in all these different states. Oh, well, there you oh, go. There you I've go. just been That'd driving be around with it. Like, it's just been in the... I mean, it's locked, so I'm sure it's fine probably almost in any state. You can but, just say, officer, this is a multi-state gun. Multi-state gun. Yeah, it's just it's locked in a case. Yeah, if it's locked in a case and then, like the ammunition is separate, it's in locked in a separate case. Works in Pennsylvania. Yeah, then you just tell works them, in Ohio. Multi-state. If you were gun. if you were in a state like you know Jersey or New York and you got pulled over, you would just tell them that you were driving through the state to your your destination where it's legal. But I'm not a lawyer, so who the fuck knows? You might just get shot in the face too. Oh yeah, today they just shoot. Yeah, it's so. what happens. So. Um, Brett, you had a story you teased at the very beginning of the show about jizz. Oh, no. pre jizznition No, I don't think that's... It's hard to tell stories like that without being gross. <laughs> okay. I just like Long story short. Long story short. We, we, we talked about this, how you lose everything when you bottom line, and you don't want to... Yeah, remember bottom line? Yeah. Bottom line. That's a question. Um, yeah, so this was something we said a couple years ago on the show, bottom line. It was from our episode, of First Dancing Boner, if you want to go back and, and check that out. No, you can't. You have to have access to the archives. Don't go back and listen to anything. Because I told somebody recently, I was like, oh, yeah, we did this great dream analysis. It was called um, Hand Job to the Future. You should go back and listen to that show. So then I went back and listened to that show when I had some free time. And I was like, this is people that are me and other people I know saying <laughs> the word fag. We were? Yep. And oh, saying the N-word. Who said these things? Uh, well, not me. I didn't do it. But no, not him. What? The other person on the show. Who's the other person? He was a friend of yours, and his name starts with an L. Oh. He said it. Jesus. Yeah. 2018. And I was like, I told somebody to listen to this in 2021. <laughs> When they're rounding us up. So, yeah, we got to be careful about who we mm. were in the past because we are still those people right now. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to find us. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, but I mean, we were, it was all fun. It wasn't like hateful or anything, but like there's no distinction between fun and hateful anymore. That's true. There is, there is no context allowed. Mm hmm. <clears throat> But so life it. is shit. I realized, look, uh, you know, you said you're useless after you jizz. Yeah. Right? Well, I did one time, and then I, within five minutes, I was doing like a whole monologue about 9-11 truth. <laughs> <laughs> so this is just a recent story, and it's like, how does, again, how do you it's get mindset. From, no. if, you, if you say, uh, when, I, when, I, when this happens, I can't do anything after that. 
it, it all happened very quickly. It was, it's just, <laughs> but I, as I was, as I was doing this monologue from about nine 11 truth, I go, this is show content. This is show. Cause you said, it always you is. Yeah. You can't do that. But, um, yeah. Remember to try not to do that guys. Remember to hold it in and convert it to productive energy. Hold on. Okay. It all happened very quickly. I understand that. Mm. But how do you go from jizz to 9-11 truth? I can't get into detail. <sighs> I can't. I just can't. I'm not comfortable getting into detail about these kinds of things on the show. I was just proud of myself. For, for the, the volume, the distance? All of that. <laughs> yeah. But then the ability to transition so sharply into like a really kind of poignant monologue <laughs> the 20 years of the 9-11 truth movement coming up this year how was it taken good no i mean the jizz i don't <laughs> i don't want to get into i don't i don't want to get into that was just a nice way to ask that question that's all gracefully <laughs> <laughs> and the 9-11 thing went over great too because that's two moves right like two moves it's like oh How's this going to go over? And you do them back to back really quick like mm -hmm. that. One and then 9-11 truth. And yeah. they both go well. It's pretty special. It's like you had two towers to knock down last night. This wasn't. Last, knocked this, down, was, this was oh, a while ago. Okay. I don't know. <clears throat> but we've said too much. We've said way too much. And um, look, just be responsible. And just remember that, um, you know, conserve your energy. The only thoughts going through my head are follow-up questions to this. So I'm trying to restrain from asking them. Mm -hmm. But that's all I can think about. You're allowed to ask one follow-up question. Give me every detail that happened between <laughs> jizz and 9-11 truth. There you go. I don't remember. I don't remember. I really don't remember. I don't remember. The person who was there at the time the first thing happened... If we're just quiet long enough, he's going to reveal every detail. <laughs> you've read, you're reading Chris Voss. Never split the difference. That's what he says. Pause for three seconds and the person will tell you more. It appears to be true. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it was a sharp transition after it happened where the person who was there for the first thing said, you know what I do believe in? Because there had been some political talk before that. 9-11 mm -hmm. being an inside job. So, wait, wait. What was the political talk before? Uh, a lot about QAnon. <laughs> okay. So, so it went from QAnon, jizz, and then, you know, was speaking the, of political things. It was things, the general order of things. Okay. Yeah. It was, it all happened very fast. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm just saying that don't sell yourself short just because, you know, You've ejaculated. Don't say, I can't do anything now. You can't. But also, don't think that you can just ejaculate all the time and then do whatever you want. Because it's not a good habit to get into. Well, Save Jesus, those. which is it? It's, it, you have to find a balance, and every person is unique. You know, what if secretly I am a techno genius? Mm -hmm. And I am behind QAnon. What do you, what, tell me more. Could be. 
I, mm, no one I knows, guess. right? No one knows who's behind it. Mm-hmm. That's the Anon part. Yeah. Yeah. Could be me. And what do you... What, yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's fun to think about. <clears throat> I was thinking about uh, rebranding. You know what they say now? They say that Trump is made a deal with Biden and is now the shadow president. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's what QAnon people... They, they can never give it up. They can never give yeah, it up. That's, wow. uh, so they're, they're saying, no, th- some of them. I mean, a lot of them, I think, are like, fuck Trump at this point. He tricked us. The QAnon people? The QAnon people. Mm. But a lot of them are still like holding on to this idea that something's still going to happen. So, why are, why are Jews so leftist? Yeah, well, I'm, that's a great question. They shouldn't be. Why? A number of reasons. Mm. Mainly because the left aligns with the Palestinians. There's that, but um, they don't, yeah. I'm, what if the left, what if, or what if uh, the Jews are secretly QAnon? What if it's Jewanon? <laughs> I think that's possible. I mean, I think QAnon's an intelligence operation for sure. I think it's about being able to dismiss any question that anybody would have. But Jizz Dead 9/11 is a great title. Jizz on Jizz to 9/11, not Jizz on 9/11. That would be terrible. That'd be a <laughs> terrible thing to say. Um, so it takes everything that people should be looking into and mixes it all up in this stupid shitty conspiracy and says, Oh, if you believe any of this, you're one of these lunatics. If you believe anything like any of this, we have questions about anything. You're one of these people who would storm the Capitol dressed like a Viking. So it's very effective. It's been very, very useful. Mm. It's not a, not a terribly crazy idea. So I think this kind of blends into our last topic. Puke. Uh, the Jews oh, okay. are left in what way, though? Because I'll give you theories. Well, they're generally left in that they are the ones kind of pulling the strings with the, the news media. Uh, about what, and yeah, Hollywood. About what kind of issues, and though? The, just in general, the leftist agenda. Like, who are producing? Who's the one making the decisions for all these Netflix shows to cast these people? Cast and, what people? Like, multicultural? Yeah. Because, obviously, if Jews have never been, except in the state of Israel, more than 2 or 3% of the population, they don't benefit from a demographic breakdown that's, like, 97% one thing, 3% Jews. So, like, the whole um, melting pot, the U.S. is a melting pot, that was a, that was a Jewish poet, came up with that idea because it's like if the country is distributed between all of these various ethnic groups jews become less of a way outnumbered minority so it's a basically even if it's like unconscious it's a survival strategy to promote multiculturalism so did they go too far did the jews go too far with all the interracial porn that they're secretly behind sure yeah maybe they did maybe it's a step over the line but even with that, you could be sympathetic to this idea that, uh, you know, that pogroms have happened. Kristallnacht. They're but, trying to not have Kristallnacht. <clears throat> I get it, but they're so f- that's, that's so far in the past and not part of the modern-day zeitgeist of the modern Jew. Because of all their multiculturalizing. Right. <clears throat> but also think about where they're, where they're the majority. Comedy. Yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah. Fucking media. Movies. Yeah. Producers. Lawyers. Neil Gabler has a good book about this called An Empire of Their Own, where he talks about how, you know, the Jews started Hollywood. 
Can't and, forget the bankers. But they didn't do it to be Jewish. They did it to be American. They all changed their names. They all said, we don't want anything to do with Jews. Like, these were people who fled Eastern Europe practically starving to death. Yeah, like so rival. Yeah. With <laughs> a mouse. Um, with some, yeah, okay. But when they got here, they just wanted like a normal American life. They wanted to assimilate. You should have seen what these people's names were, how many consonants there were in a row in some of their names. <laughs> Who can spell Fivel? Fivel plus an L. Five plus an L. Mm, are you sure? No. See? Can you? No. Okay. Nobody can. But how do you know it's not just Fivel, five plus an L? How do you know it's not the F I F? Fivel? Yeah. Two L's? <laughs> Probably an H in there. They like to put H's mm-hmm. in weird places. Yeah. Mm hmm. Oh, see, we were all wrong. Carrie in the chat said F I E V E L. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just about to say that. <laughs> Fievel. All right. So Andrew is angry with his people. Got it. A little. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like um, hopefully in the next 10, 20 years, we're going to see the real Jews. But isn't your idol Dave Smith, the comedian, libertarian? He's Jewish, right? Idol? What? Idol? Who's idol? What's what's what? Puke. You asked the question, isn't your idol? Yeah, Dave Smith. I said his name. And yeah, and said I said idol. idol. Why would he be an idol? I don't don't you like him? Yeah, I like him. Oh, okay. But if if I idolize somebody, it's like the character of George Costanza. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, let's be real here. Even though I think people are going to see Dave Smith step up his game considerably in the next year with some very interesting things. I think I think we're secretly, not secretly, I think we're going to see uh, a surge of conservative Jews. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, we're waiting for the first one to come along. Of like Dave Smith style Jews. Yeah, but he's going to, he's not going to be conservative. He's never going to identify that. Well, but relative neocons, to everything we're used to. So yeah. all the neocons who weren't real conservatives, they were really leftists who infiltrated the Reagan and, and then the Bush administration. Mm-hmm. They were all Jews. Yeah, what about like a Dennis Prager? Uh, okay, yeah, there's a conservative Jew. Yeah. I don't know of many other ones. I feel like... Ben Shapiro. The ones I've met, the ones I've talked to, they're very much like Dennis Prager. If they're super Jewish, they're Dennis Prager. Okay, yeah. If they're less than super Jewish, they're either like, oh, I'm a, I'm a Jewish college kid and I'm leftist. Or they're just more libertarian. I like less than super Jewish as a title, too, because it's inclusive. Okay. Because most people are. <laughs> it, what? It describes most people. So That's true. <laughs> yeah. Less than super Jewish. But this this bleeds into a topic I want to get into. Um it's well known on this show that I cultivate my Facebook mm-hmm. by never posting anything ever. Therefore, no one's interested in being a friend of mine. Yeah. I well, don't well, really very true, yeah. have that many Facebook friends. And many of them that I do have, I've had to mute or silence or remove from seeing their shit. Shut up, dickheads. Yeah. There have been so many shut up dickheads, especially in the era of Trump, right? Mm-hmm. I've so many times I've gone, shut up, dickhead, shut up, dickhead, shut up, dickhead. I got to the point where I said that so many times I went, holy shit, am I in love with Trump? Right. Because of all the <laughs> shut up dickheading I've done. 
I posted about this once too. Really? Yeah. Stop forcing us into his arms. Right. But now that we're post-Trump in Biden, I start seeing all the fucking Biden shit. And I'm going, shut up, dickhead. Shut up, dickhead. Shut up, dickhead. And then I'm realizing, holy shit, I have to say shut up, dickhead to my uncle. Right. And and then once I've cultivated this down so far, I go on Facebook and it's like, okay, Bella Thorne has a video that automatically plays. I don't know why, but I get it. And then I watch it. It's fine. It's cute animals. It's people falling. Whatever. And I keep going. Car, car, house, 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 flea market, flea market, car. And then I don't have my uncle anymore. I don't have all these people anymore, the anti-Trump people. I don't have all the conservatives posting the most level one basic shit about, about Biden. And then I start to see puke posting on my Facebook. Yeah. On my Facebook news feed, there's puke. And then there's puke again. And then, like, at least 29% of it is puke. Uh-oh. Because I've, dele- I've removed everyone else. So now I'm going, Jesus, puke sure is posting a lot. And I go, what is puke posting about? What's <laughs> puke have to say? Are these more photos I can look at? No, they're not. What's puke posting? He is posting the exact same shit that these anti-Trump people were posting. But with different characters. What's an example? Puke. You posted something like, oh, Biden did this thing, but isn't he a hypocrite because while he was doing this thing, he was too busy doing this thing, which runs contrary to this thing. And I'm like, that's every fucking leftist about Trump for the last five years. It's every conservative on the Internet. Jesus Christ. Are you that? Stop it. Level two, please. This is this is what I would say. I observed, and I said this to my sweet friend Kevin yesterday. And I don't disagree. Well, listen. Of course we don't. But when all that shit happened around the 6th, all that was on, 25% of what was on the internet was conservatives going, aren't leftist hypocrites. Like, yes. pointing no it shit. out. Ben Shapiro does this for an hour on I his show I can't do Ben Shapiro day. anymore. Right. I cannot I can't do either. It. It's been two months. I cannot. No more. How come somebody that smart doesn't go, oh, hypocrisy is just like a weapon they use against people who have too much self-respect to be called hypocrites? Like, just say that. I thought about saying that. Like, stop wasting. Um, well, I mean, I don't know. I'm not calling it a waste. That's subjective because do what you want with your own social media voice, everybody. Uh, but, like... That's just call them out as like they use hypocrisy as a strategy. It's a strategy. They know they're doing it. That's another problem. There's no exposure of their hypocrisy that's going to make them go, geez, I, I am being, I, I need to, re- where's a you mirror know that I can look in? Right. I need to look in a mirror <laughs> and really like reevaluate things. When Trump won the election, they had the greatest opportunity in the world to look in a fucking mirror and say, what are we doing wrong? They blamed the year first, and then they're like, okay, blaming the year as being cursed is a little far-fetched, so can we blame the Russians? And then they spent four years doing that. Instead of looking in a mirror, they looked into a telescope. Before, exactly. They decided that it was uh, absolutely unreasonable to ask any questions about the election, which is, again, an example of hypocrisy. They didn't even bat an eye. They didn't even, you know, pause and say, what are we doing? And they never will. So, I'm not, I get it that everybody on the right is going to say a bunch of shit that they're angry about. I get it. 
but you're doing the same thing the left did. And when the left did it, I went, ha, fucking idiots. Suck. Look how upset you are yeah. <laughs> about something that has no impact on your life. It really yeah. doesn't. You're letting yeah. it impact your life, and you're upset True. about it, and you're brainwashed, and you're just that dumb. And I feel I would feel bad for you <laughs> if I didn't hate you as much as I do. Yeah, but you've ruined it. But then I see Puke, and he's doing the same thing, and I go, I don't hate Puke. I can't just write Puke off. And then I, I look at all these posts for a brief moment right before I mute everything, and I get worried, and I feel bad. I go, how angry is Puke? Is Puke going to start crying and throwing things at a television set? Is Puke going to pierce his septum <laughs> and dye his hair Oh, and yeah, do maybe. all these things that I watched the left do for years? Hmm. So Puke, I don't think so. where's this going? That, and I'm worried. That, uh, I don't know. I think I'm bored. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. Please stop it. Jack in the chat says, one of the best shows ever. Thank you, Jack. And I don't know if that's part of a larger conversation that isn't about us. No, nope, it's about uh, Malcolm in the Middle. We discussed it earlier. Oh. <laughs> but we'll, we'll think it was about us. <clears throat> but, Puke, I, uh, I, I just want to, like, am I wrong? No, because I, you know, Nick started this years ago with the shame of sharer. Yeah, I had to, I, yeah, that's what every I had time to do. I this share something, I, yeah, it, well, I, it's one of these stupid psychological things where for 38 seconds I feel good about like, well, look at that, I did something, but I, I'm not doing anything. It's just, uh, it's it's like screaming into a pillow. Yeah, like, don't be one of those people pointing out hypocrisy. I like doing that. Why? What do you get out of it? Nothing. So I'm going to stop, I guess. Right. I'll just keep that rage bottled up until like it my uncle comments and you, you you guys agree with one another and I go I'm done with both of you. So uh, when this happens, I like when, when people agree with I me. like both of you guys. When you get the impulse, go all right. Level one, point out hypocrisy. Go jerk off instead. No, no. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. <laughs> How are you going to get past I, level I, one I if you're just fucking spreading jizz everywhere? I got confused. <laughs> we need a diagram. Level uh, three, make a video of yourself jerking off. <laughs> what I need to do is whenever I think uh, I need to share one of these fucking dumb stories on Facebook is uh, just post one of my photos instead. Yep. <laughs> Level two might be trying to employ some kind of clever sarcasm, but sarcasm mm. often winds up being level one, too. So you got to be careful with that. Yeah, could be because that's a lot of like a lot of the Internet is just like, oh, look at look at how clever I am making this quip. That probably everyone else is making at the same time. Uh, yeah, this uh, Carrie in the chat brings up a good point. She said, "I like that Andrew's love language is screaming, and it's kind of <laughs> true, right? Like, I oh yeah. If if I don't uh, if I don't like you, I'm not screaming at you. Like even that just woman a, in the CRV, I wasn't screaming <laughs> at her. Mm -hmm. Not like I am with kinda puke. Kind of sounds like you might have been. But, but puke, I hold you to a higher standard. I hold Brett no. to a higher standard. If I'm in a serious, committed relationship with somebody, I hold them to a higher standard. And I'm going to shout when I get impassioned. Like Amy is a very good friend of mine, and I am screaming at her fucking constantly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I Well, you know, I mean, it's really easy. Like the past year and then the election stuff and it's just yeah it becomes extremely frustrating because it feels like you know what but what's changed what's changed between three weeks ago and today for you uh nothing i guess right it's and just this is, like it, it for whatever reason it feels like you're accomplishing something yeah 
I know because I got addicted to it. I got pulled in. Mm. I always wanted to know what's the latest update with COVID. What's the latest update with the the election? Yeah. But in reality, what's different? Okay. I was, I was going to say what's different today than what was happening in 2012, <laughs> but uh, no, that's not, that's not a good analogy. Um, but what's different today than there was three months ago for me? And like when all this shit was going down on the 6th and people were talking about it in my world, like Brett was saying no. things and you and Nick were saying things and I'm going, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what happened today. Yeah, because you don't watch the news. It took me like four days to actually start consuming what happened. But that four-day window... Allow me to look at it and go, okay, this was a thing, but it's not changing everything. The only thing I'm worried about right now is the purge, right, and what that's going to look like. And, you know, I said, like, we keep waiting for this, like, w- w- the, I said this in my meeting today with with my people. Um, you know, I've been waiting for this. There's going to be this shit hits the fan kind of moment. And instead, it's just like our air is slowly replaced with farts. And the shit never <laughs> actually hits the fan. You know, so I think and that's kind of what we've seen, you know, like I'm waiting for like there just to be this mass chaos back in April of last year. It never happened. And then like a lesser version of it happened. I mean, we knew something was going to happen, but like a lesser version of it happened throughout the summer in isolated places. But it was different than what I thought it would look like. But Mm. I didn't know what it would look like. I just knew it would be something and I knew it would be bad. But then it wasn't as bad as I thought. But shit just keeps happening and it happens slowly and things just keep. So, so I realized it just keeps saying, here it comes. I mean, this is fucking it. There has to be some kind of consciousness and awareness about things slowly getting worse, about the frog. Sure. Slowly being boiled. But the, the, the thing that is, I think, harmful to self mm-hmm. is when you watch some event, something happen, and you immediately start coming to a bunch of conclusions. Right. So what might be better mm. is to just tune in casually, talk to people. That Wait four days. And then be like, I'll dabble in some news about this event from four days ago that everyone's been freaking out about for four days. That's what I said. And that's what I've always said about the work that I do. I said, I don't want it to be an ongoing record of me being hysterical about things that don't matter to anyone three months later. Right. So like, what good is a Tim pool video from two months ago? Right. But if I, if I operate a week to two weeks behind in my podcast queue, Mm-hmm. Then when I hear about this news, I go, oh, well, I'm still here. Yeah, it's fine. This was two weeks ago. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's and look, what's point, happened? Yeah. Oh, the house is already burned down. All right, we're uh, past our agreed upon <laughs> end time, so we oh, should no. end the show. Well, I'm sorry. I feel bad now for attacking puke, but I don't think you're attacking That's puke. all you ever do is attack me. So no. that's, that's, uh, I think that's what this podcast has turned into. No, I refuse <laughs> to let that happen. Andrew always finds fault with something I'm doing. We need new well, no, targets. We who can we target for attack? Who's not being attacked? Who's not being? Well, we don't, we don't want to say attack. This is all very aggressive language. I'm using. <laughs> um, who is not being properly criticized? Who is getting away with it out there right now that we can turn? Whose face can we put inside our reticle? Our incisive eyes towards <laughs> and criticize. Uh. I think what I need to do is uh, uh, eventually get back to my normal life, which hopefully will happen in a couple months or three months or some shit. And then, yeah, really start thinking about how do I, you know, how do I get to these goals? Like Andrew was talking about having goals and 
something that I've been thinking about a lot since I've been out here in California and had free time is just like, how do I, how do I remove myself from all of this useless nonsense on like, you know, social media and the news and uh, buy a house somewhere with a shit ton of acreage? Well, because even like, uh, okay, so there's obviously whatever happens federally has almost no impact on any of us. It seems like on our day to day, right? Possibly. But you can make an argument for like what happens in Pennsylvania from the governor has an impact mm-hmm. on my life, right? Yeah. But does yeah. it really, if as soon as I tune out and I don't know what the governor's doing, nothing changes yeah, for me? It, it might not. Does it really so have an I impact? Got, yeah. So I got like, um, you know, I still get job offers on occasion and somebody contacted me from Florida and I was, Go I was to like, Florida. Mm. Yeah. And I was Florida like, well, boring. I don't know. I wonder, what is Florida, maybe Florida is a good place to live. But then I realized like, well, that's only because right now, there's a governor in Florida, and that's the only reason that we think it's a good place. And that could all change. They could be the next yeah. Texas. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's why yeah, it's it's better to try and figure out how to, yeah, what can I do that affects me and figure out how to filter out all that noise. Don't, it's not going to be just all in where you go, you know? That's not I guess so. going to be the whole answer there. Well, good night, everybody. I mean, this has been great. Uh, as one listener said, the best show ever. One of the best shows ever. And <laughs> On we, par with Malcolm in the Middle. On par with Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, we really appreciate, uh, you know, everything that you <laughs> so, guys brought. So much appreciation. Yeah, so much appreciation to what you guys who watch us live. And all of you podcast listeners, too, who we wish we knew how many. Well, no, I wish so. I heard from you. Yeah, we wish we'd like to hear from you. What I'd like to be doing right now is reading more emails from people. So send them, and um, someday people will get to them. Yeah. Also, yeah, uh, or or not support the show so you can get access to all the wonderful bonus content, puke solo shows, the discomfort zone, and you know that helps us raise money so we can make giant step and repeat banners or homemade shoji panels to have a. I mean, look behind Andrew. If you're watching the live stream, look at Andrew's background right now. There's a metal wire rack with some weight stuff on it. But it is like true to your Kaczynski aspirations. Like if you just look at, <laughs> at, at what's behind look at look at you on the camera. There's just like a bunch of fuse box and a bunch of wires behind you and, you know, an old table where you're making something that you're going to send to people in the mail. We don't know what it is, but there's a little workstation. <laughs> the you know, there's a little workstation back there where he's yeah. got things going on. And I mean, oh, maybe. It, yeah, maybe that's what we should call that studio is the bunker. Yeah, I don't have a name for the studio. Yeah, yeah, I referred to it as that uh, recently. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so we do appreciate everybody that listens to this show. You can uh, send those emails to contact at portmanshow.com or you can join the Facebook group. That's a great place to to interact with us. And uh, people leave comments on Patreon on occasion and I say, thanks. Oh, <laughs> That's really? about it. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Of course you don't because you don't log in I don't know what Patreon anything. looks like. <laughs> yeah, you've never ever seen that website, have you? No. <laughs> uh, all, right. all right, everybody. Have a great night. This has been Poor Man Show, episode 462. Rock on! Angry Youth. Mystery leads. Rolling now inside your head. Lives an old scene. Mr. Park. 
ascent It's self-destructive, you pay your debt Cause you miss another time When all your friends were so divine Now all of them have gone or changed was taken off Does life cut you down to size Does it open up your eyes Cause they all have found their way As you struggle through your days As you built the walls of hate Don't tell me it's too late Cause everyone is so confused So confused But you never Self-destructive, you pay your debt Cause you miss another time When all your friends were so defined Now all of them Senseless hate Senseless hate Sir, Hubba-Botep. Andrew, you need to take the brightness down on both of our cameras. We're both blown out on my monitor. Yep, we're both blown out on every monitor. Yep, so we need to take the brightness down. Oh, welcome. Oh, a Hotep. I know. The right? Hoteps are here. Sorry it took longer. We were accidentally... You know what? I'm going to get into it in the show. Hey, guess what, Hoteps? Uh, I hope I hope a lot of you are here. Hoteps. I hope... What I hope is that... Uh, Hoteps. <laughs> hey, do you guys like Hoteps portmanteaus? Teps? Portmanteau tips. Um, listen, what I picture is there's a whole bunch of you, and you're listening to this on a boombox in one of your garages, smoking blunts. We want you to be part of our world. Oh, I'm very dark now. I'm too dark now. Well, you just disappeared when you vaped and then reappeared on the stream. Yeah. So it happened, a bit, it happened a minute ago. That was insane. <laughs> that is pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty fucking cool. The virtual background can't handle vape. The the stream is like 
when there's a, a fight scene in a movie and the fight scene is taken from a first person perspective and that first person gets almost killed and it's like the last thing they see before they die that's the angle of my camera <laughs> yeah. oh you had my yeah. saturation cranked way up that's yeah because you asked for it yeah but i mean <laughs> like you shot you saturate a man properly not just like a prank i don't think brett has ever seen a live stream video that he didn't like or that he did hate. like <laughs> he did like. the lighting in here is particularly bad it is yeah did the Bubba Hoteps have a show? If if so... Hoteps been told you. Hoteps what? Hoteps been told you. That's the name of the show? That they do, yeah. Why is it called Bubba Showtep? I, I don't know. <laughs> That's the obvious show name. How's this dead cat? Sad? <laughs> That's what this is called, this fuzzy thing I got. Oh. It's called a dead cat. It's to reduce wind. It works okay. Are there sunglasses in here? The light is just it's terrible. Bad. I know. Five. Four. Four. Two. Three. One. <laughs> Puke, when I count down, you start a show. Five. Oh, okay. It's on me now. Remember, I can't see either of you. So I didn't, I I didn't even point. Happening. I didn't even point because I know you can't see. I know what you can, can and can't see. Right now, you can see the opposite of the sunset behind you. Five. Oh. Four. Three. Pointing.